0: That's where we're going back in your lives in your ears and in your fish welcome to episode seventy nine of papa G's house today we have got a great guest someone who i love talking to someone who i um i'm really i really love their band and it's uh it's It's going to be a good one. It's the last episode that we had was all about the background and where he was from and what what led him to this point. And now we're going to follow up with round two with Brandon Pratt of Red Helen. Um, It's only been four weeks or so, but I've really been looking forward to having another episode um, with him so soon but um it is what it is and you know when 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 you see a good thing you got to just go for it and we we back with round two um as promised because we promised that that was a great episode so the one thing i'm going to ask for you uh the listeners comment like share subscribe not not like share subscribe comment i want to create a dialogue if you got any questions for um brandon pratt of red helen uh please post them we're going to show them up on the screen um it'll be fun. We'll be able to re- react what you're saying. Um, and, and it's going to be fun. So I'm not going to keep him waiting, but I just want to check in with trusty producer art. What's happening, brother? What, how, anything interesting in your week?
1: Well, dude, I mean, there was, um, was uh, formula one, like not last weekend, but the weekend before, which had that hectic ending where Hamilton, unfortunately won again (laughs) it was the car it was the car but i wanted to say because i I watched season three of drive to survive and it was uh the dudes from peasant who was flapping the gums about it. yes yes i am i i remember why i got pissed off with the the first season they they paint a narrative with that stuff so much Mm -hmm. and there's these there's these two journalists that they have in there just to like tie the threads in to paint this narrative and it's like, who is this guy and why is he talking like he knows what he's doing? And then they keep showing footage of him, like interviewing yeah, the yeah, drivers, yeah. but he's only there to paint that picture. And okay. then there was an interview that uh, uh, um, Max Verstappen was in and they asked him about Drive to Survive. He goes like, geez, man, that show. They, it's like, you have to watch what you say because they'll take something you said and context put it somewhere yeah. else and it's totally out of context and you sound like a dick. Oh so, wow! Like, it's cool to see the show, but also they totally snubbed Alex Albon, even though they underperformed. He's actually a really great driver. They made him look like a complete tool he's wow. like a, a, that he can't drive, and they totally glossed over when um, George George Russell uh, drove in uh, Lewis Hamilton's car when he had COVID, and he was in the front beating everyone. And I reckon they said that you can't show that because it proves that Michael that that uh, Hamilton had the better car and yada yada yada. Oh, so they didn't actually show any of that footage. They they glossed over it, and it was like, <laughs> Ugh. and I, prom- I I still swear that his race was sabotaged. That they stuffed that they screwed him over so that he wouldn't win the race. Because if he did, there'd be like massive questions like, why is he not in the team because yeah. he outperformed, uh, Valtteri Bottas and it, it, oh, man, just that show pissed me off yeah
0: that that caused a, a, quite a few headlines <laughs> as well i mean I, yeah. I remember them saying oh it's not the car i mean it's not the driver it's the car it totally cetera, is.
1: they always say they they even say it's like we want to be with the best car to win they all say that so the people who say it's not the car it's the driver are just you know sucking at the nutsack of lewis hamilton and mercedes
0: well formula one fans <laughs> watch out
1: But I will say that if if it was Verstappen in the Mercedes winning all the time, I would say the exact same thing against Verstappen. It's not a slight against Hamilton. It's just saying the car… It's
0: the narrative that they create. Yes. 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 So,
1: anyways, that's me. Okay.
0: Oh, is that outrageous for this week? Might be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's not keep Brandon waiting. It's good to have him back on the show what is up my dude brandon pratt from red helen welcome back to the show only four weeks apart dude
2: i've been freaking yeah, looking dude. forward to this bro
0: yeah dude how hell, hell yeah man um i just you know I, we we chatted about it off air but i I have to say it you know the cat's out the bag. you're uh <laughs> you're, you yeah and i literally told you that, that i was gonna ask you and i couldn't think of another way to to, to start that last week you you um well, last week or the week before, you you decided that you, you're going to be taking uh, taking a trip overseas.
2: Yeah, yeah, very true, man. As you as you say, the cat is out of the bag. So, um, yeah, man, my wife and I on the first of May we officially fly to the United States, and uh, and that's where we'll be uh, calling home in the near okay. future. So, yeah, both and, and, both very very uh, exciting and also very very scary. It's a it's a whole mixed bag, which is very very cool.
0: For sure. I mean, it's I mean it's hard to avoid the 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 conversation because the last time we spoke we were speaking about your family in florida and all that kind of jazz and then since then you know the decision was made and all that kind of jazz
2: yeah 100 dude well you know it's, it's something we've been th- talking about for a while and uh you know i mean i'm very fortunate that with my dad being an american citizen you know i have american citizenship so mm. uh, you know it's it's relatively easy for us to move overseas you know based on that fact so so with us you know it's like when the conversation's started coming up. You know, we're very fortunate. Unlike a lot of other people where it's, it's a much Mm. longer process, Mm. you know, it could happen somewhat quickly for us because we were able to go, you know, you know, I have the citizenship and my wife's married to an American citizen. So we can actually look at doing this. And, um, but yeah, it's been a discussion we've been having for a while. And and obviously the COVID-19 thing, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say that had COVID. Well, that's it, dude. It's like, I'm not going to say that the COVID-19 thing was going to uh meant that we were going to go sooner or we're going to go later, but it certainly, you know, was one of the, the big factors with deciding to do it now, you know, it's a, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, moving to the States, there's a. Uh, you know, a prof- a professional, you know, advantage to being in a country like that, if you know what I mean? Like mm, whether you're yeah. in the band scene or the audio world, you know, it's, it's quite exciting the things that you're able to do there and the projects you're able to work on and, and all that kind of stuff. So we're amped about that. But, you know, if COVID... One of the things that covid really brought to the forefront was like the importance of family, you know what I mean and and being around your loved ones and stuff like 30. that. And and in that sense we're in a very weird place because for me I'm very excited because I'm going to be it'll be the first time that the Pratt family has lived in the same city never mind the same country, you know. For like 6 for years the last or something six years. mentioned, yeah. Exactly, dude, exactly. So that's very very exciting because we're we're excited to be close to my folks. Uh but the downside is obviously my wife has to leave her family who are here in South Africa whom I I love dearly as well. So so it's been a very very interesting time, man because it's you know on one part we're very very excited we're looking forward to it and on the other Mm. part it's also been very challenging and very hard and we're expecting some hard things in the near future but um but yeah man it was a decision that we just uh based on the goals that we want to achieve in the near future and the things that we want to do both as a couple and individuals uh it was just something we 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 thought was with was worth looking at doing you know for sure and uh yeah so so it's gonna be cool man so so it's very bittersweet bro it's very very bittersweet i must admit I listen
0: I listen to to a guy's podcast. Um, I mean, listen, this is completely uh, separate art. I'm gonna yeah point to you straight after. Is is <laughs> that I I go um I, I, I listen to this guy and he he was an M he's a, was a professional MMA fighter in the UFC and all that kind of stuff and he's from England he's from a small town uh, of Clitheroe in in England and his uh, wife is from Australia so it was uh, also he tells the story of how they're from two different parts of the world and, you know, where opportunities are and all that kind of stuff. And he goes, you know what? The one thing that he always said is that if you got, if you are got the luxury of that situation, it's always a flight home. If you, if, if, if it doesn't work out, you know what I mean? So it's not like the, you know, people take it as such a, I mean, it's a massive step, but at the same token, you know, you can always revert,
2: if you wanted to. hundred oh, you know? percent, dude. And that, that's also one of the cool things is it's like we were like, you know, we, we have the opportunity to experience um that a Eli- liar. <laughs> that's my mom in law, by the way. Yeah, for anybody yeah. who's wondering, <laughs> they're watching they're watching it like yeah. two rooms down from me at the moment. Okay.
0: <laughs> What's up, Susan? Thank you so much for joining the show and listening. it's it's I was uh, wondering awesome if I was to gonna you get a yeah. comment or two. No, for sure, for sure. Um but it's but true, anyway, man. I mean, yeah. look at the
2: end of the day, dude, it's like what you know, one of the things we're amped about is it's like we have. this opportunity to explore a different part of the world you know and like see different things and meet different people and and do all these things so we were like you know we're very fortunate that we're we we don't have children just yet you know we're young enough they were able to do Mm. these things and and go and explore so so yeah man i mean it's it's you know one one of those things we were like you know why not why not take a look at doing it you know And, and obviously the you know the band world is in a very interesting place right now where uh you know not many bands, you know, know what's going to happen, for example, with live shows and stuff yeah. like that. You know I mean? It, it's it's a weird thought to think that every band probably on planet Earth right now are wondering when's the next time they're going to get to play a live show. And, yeah, and, for sure. and, and it's no different for Red Helen. But the beauty of it is, you know, in Red Helen's case, we have, uh, all of us have decent enough homes. to studios that we can continue to write music together you know and that's So awesome. you know, the tools that have developed over the last year with the pandemic we were like dudes we can we can continue to do this we don't have to necessarily although that obviously the perks of being in the room together is we you know we're all friends we love each other we love hanging yeah, out but together things The thing about being together yeah 100 times have changed i mean, and, I mean it's and not necessi- sense, i think it's
0: yeah yeah no sorry, sorry carry on
2: say. no but i think changed man i mean yeah. it's like you know um when, when you look at like like how do i put this it's like i think the fact that people are able to work remotely nowadays i mean depending on your industry there's pros and cons to that obviously sure. but i think it's pretty damn amazing that like the the single mom you know, who has to work the corporate job, you know, and, and it used to have to go in and, and work a eight to 10 hour shift and then somehow figure out a way to, to also look after her kids and do all these things. I think it's amazing that now a lot of companies have realized that you can, you can work remotely and that mom can be at home with her children and, and, and still be, you know, as productive, if not more. So, and I'm just using that sure. as one random example, obviously we're, yeah. we're in the band world, you know, but it's amazing that we're able to actually do that, that we can be in different parts of the world and still create music together, you know, which is exciting
0: yeah i mean just in in a work sense uh for me for me it's been a it's been a blessing you know i i'd been saying to you know whoever i work with and stuff that you know this 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 is how we can operate and it took a pandemic for everybody to realize that we can operate remotely and here we are and you know it's 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 a situation that is working but uh, hey listen. Yeah. I wish you all the best, dude, and I'm I'm stoked for you that oh, you're you, taking dude. a leap of faith and uh, and and your wife as well. I think that's that's flipping awesome. But art you were going to say something. I dude?
2: appreciate that.
0: Thank you.
1: I I I can tell that you've been to United States before. <laughs> With a slight oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> twang <laughs> in the accent. Not because of the the accent twang is cuz I've noticed this whenever someone goes to America for the first time, they say yeah, I'm gonna to go to America. It's gonna be rad. When they come back, they say like, "Yeah, you know, I was in the states." They always say the states. We'll uh, yeah, yes, yeah. and, but each time you said like, "Yeah, I'm going to, you know, the states and stuff like that," I was like, "He's been there before." Hey, listen, <laughs> that's I've a good got
0: observation. A, I've I've got to uh, I've got to plead guilt there because you know I lived in the states for six months. Yeah, and I was now, speaking
1: of which.
2: About, yeah, <laughs> Speaking yeah. of which, you mentioned that you went to, was it was it Brackenfell? Is that the uh, area in Colorado? Brackenfell? Uh, no, Breckenridge. Breckenridge, excuse me. Breckenridge, Bracken Ridge, Ridge. Breckenridge, Colorado. I, I actually yeah. Googled that afterwards. Dude, that place looks freaking amazing. Like yeah, that must dude. have been a trip, dude. That looks dude, awesome. It,
0: listen, it was one of the best experiences of my life. I mean, I've saw, I'm have i looking. I've turned my snowboard into the doomsday clock. Um oh, sick. And, and I, I wish you could see it now. But um, it's one of the things that I will always revere is my six months in the snow in breckenridge colorado the friendliest people i hitchhiked to work nine miles nine miles every single morning freezing cold in my my work (laughs) stuff with all my jackets and stuff and i would put my thumb out and i literally would get the second ride into town um, oh, it's awesome dude. so yeah it, it was one of the best yes. it's near it does Park, Colorado, get cold actually
2: <laughs> oh really that's awesome <laughs> and it dude it does get cold in the states yeah i mean where my uh where my dad grew up right is a little town called dixon illinois which is about an hour's drive out of Chicago Chicago. and uh, we went there a couple years ago to go and visit to go and see my grandmother and everybody that was outside and and get to to meet my uncles and aunts and cousins Mm -hmm. the day we arrived if I remember correctly it was minus 25 degrees celsius the day we arrived as a as a dude who's grown up in South Africa experiencing that level of cold was like nothing I've ever experienced in my life it was mind-blowing how cold that was
0: Yeah, dude, it's 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 crazy what what um, temperatures that place could get. To. I mean, when yeah. I was there, it was 2000, and it was the season of 2005 and 2006, and they had the biggest dump in 30 years. Have <laughs> you had, said dump?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they had the biggest dump in 30 years they've had since had a, a larger one i think it was two three years ago where it was the most snow fallen in in the period of time i can't i can't remember where um how long the period of time was but dude i was walking i was thigh deep in snow it was the greatest experience of my life
2: i'm sure dude, the snowboarding must have been ridiculous as a result
0: you know, it actually, to be honest with you, it it would have been better. But I had this really militant boss, dude. And somehow he loved oh, the wow. South African dudes. And he just put us to work <laughs> like 12 hours a day. He's like, you're from Africa. I'm working. Oh, it was crazy, dude. Um, Yeah, so I was working like 12-hour days. And I and, and I regret not doing more of the riding and stuff. But it, it was a great experience. But, uh, my oh, boss that's was awesome, a man.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> always fun when that happens
0: <laughs> yeah exactly but um listen, that's awesome dude, dude. There, there, there was one thing that I wanted to um touch on you know obviously we could go on forever about how cool the states is and all that kind of stuff but th- I don't know if a lot of people a lot of the listeners I don't know if it's ever been put out there, but do you know that red Helen is a type of butterfly? Yes, of course you do.
2: <laughs> I, I am aware of that. And and you know what? You know what's funny about that, dude? Because and, and that kind of plays into the story because of, of, of like where the name came from. If you don't if you yeah. don't mind me, me no, going dude, down no, dude. Of that course, I
0: remember round <laughs> two. This is when we get into the red Helen uh, of sick, how it all sick. happened and stuff. So that's why I brought up the butterfly. Let's start from the top.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, that that was the funny thing was like, um, you know, there, there's obviously a lot of conversation that people have had, like regarding like where the name came from. I mean, we even had people saying stuff like, oh, they put colors in one hat and, and names in another hat or whatever. And that's how they came up with this random name. And actually where the name came from. Eric, so Eric is the, the only remaining original member of Red Helen, right? And okay. he was on a school tour back in the day. And they went to some museum. I actually don't know which museum it was, but they went to some museum and he saw a Red Helen butterfly. I preserved Red Hillen and Butterfly and um, and he was like Red Hillen that would be a really cool band name we, uh, like maybe I should you know I'm gonna hold on to that for when I for when I get into a band one day I start a band so he started his band you know named it Red Hillen and if I'm being honest when I joined the band I actually tried to get the guys to change the name because I was just oh, like really? this name sucks I did yeah I was okay. like this name's not cool we, we need a, a more metal sounding name you know do you remember um, your options the, I actually don't do, but I'm so glad we didn't change it because I love that we don't have like an ultra typical name. And a lot of people always like wonder like where did it come from you know but you know what's funny about it dude, is like we we always for years like we came up with these like long-winded answers about like oh no it stands for metamorphosis and transformation and growth and blah 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 just to try and hide the fact that it's a butterfly and a couple of years ago dude we were just like ah stuff it it's a butterfly oh, it's a... that's that's exactly what it is it's a butterfly and uh oh, and you we looked you at it, are and we were like dude it's a it's a badass looking butterfly dude like yeah. it's actually a really badass looking butterfly yeah, yeah, yeah and then we got we made t-shirts with it on and everything so so it all wound up cool you know in the end but it's it's super funny to think back to like like i said when i joined the band i was like guys this name sucks we got we got to change this name and uh and, and i'm glad we kept with it because i actually think it's really cool that it like starts discussion you know yeah, it's right you could have
1: just gone with the angle about the butterfly effect oh I mean, uh, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's true that's that is true that way, is true
0: so. there's so many ways to look at it i mean i love how the way you guys like try to sell the whole you know the catapult Caterpillar goes into a cocoon and the cocoon becomes a butterfly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> uh, Yo, what's, what's up, Curtis
0: up? Love? Yeah, Curtis Love. I thought it was Helen's. <laughs> He's
1: got that, another one. Uh, Please oh, wow, to share look at, some of uh, the survival stories. There are a few. Okay,
0: let's hear it. Let's hear one of them so, before we so go. Let back. me let
2: me just throw a shout out to, to Mr. Curtis Love there. For those of you who don't know, that's Mr. Richard Staub. He uh, which you know, some of you guys will know from the Dead World's tell weed dealer conqueror all of those guys and he and i worked together at audio militia i can i I just want to throw a little bit of love richard's way he was very much when i joined audio militia he was very much my mentor so he he was the dude who showed me the ropes and helped me grow and kick my ass when i needed it and all that jazz so what's up rich okay survival stories do you guys want to go down that yes of course dude (laughs) okay so i've had um a number of weird things happen in my life right so uh so the first one is i was in Um, I guess the technical term would be a, a crash landing. Uh, but it, essentially, it was a somewhat of a plane crash, right? When I was, uh, you know, about 17. Oh my, um, my wife, who's my girlfriend now, and and to preempt this, so my, my dad is a corporate pilot. That's what my dad I mean, your, girlfriend, your, your, your wife wife girlfriend is your wife. Your girlfriend is your wife. Yeah. So she stayed with me after this. So thank goodness for that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so, so my dad is a, is a corporate pilot, right? And, and which is funny because I'm actually terrified of flying, funny enough. And uh, which is hilarious because I've flown more than, you know, in my life, more than, than a lot of people get to fly in their lives because of my, my, my pops. You know, so my Justine at this point, my wife, she had fi- my dad had found out that she had never gone on a flight before, uh, and he was like, "Hey, you know, seeing as she's never been on a flight before, would Justine like to come on a test flight with the aircraft?" Now we've grown up flying on test flights, you know, I've never yeah, had an yeah, issue. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, hell yeah. And like, my dad's a, a corporate pilot. So it's like a badass private jet, you know, and it's like, <laughs> nice. so I'm like, here's me with my new girlfriend. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to take her in a private jet. That sounds like a great idea. So uh, we, we get on and, and to pre, you know, just to, to preempt the, the convo. The yeah. um, you know, my dad is is very, very highly respected in the, in the, the aviation industries, particularly here in South Africa, which is awesome. So uh, so I trust my dad one one hundred percent, and uh, you know he's one of the best pilots around. So we get on the we get on the flight, you know, and it's amazing. Like we take off at Lanseria Airport in Joburg, we're flying around, uh, and those planes are beautiful. Those corporate jets, it's like it's dead quiet; you can't even hear the engine noise. It's mind blowing how, how smooth this flight is. So we're at the back of the plane, you know. My dad had it was him and his co-pilot. They had the air hostess up in front as well, and uh, and three or four of my dad's pilot friends were also in the plane. So we you know we were flying around; it was awesome. All of a sudden, the air hostess comes up to Justine and I, uh, who are sitting at the back of the aircraft, and she was like, guys, we have an emergency. You need to move from these seats to these seats. So at wow. first, I was like, haha, my dad's just kidding around. This this can't be real. Uh, and then, you know, when you look in somebody's eyes and you see honest and genuine fear, fear in their eyes, and I was like, oh, crap, we picked the best day to come on the plane. That's awesome, you know? So it was like, this is real. So we moved to the different to different seats facing the tail end of the aircraft. And my dad comes over to the intercom and he's like, you know, look guys, uh, we're having a hard time with the landing gear. Uh, The the front landing gear won't descend uh, and the backing systems have failed, right? So, uh, you know, so he says, we're going to have to try a couple of maneuvers to see if we can get help have gravity help us to get the the, the wheels out so yeah. we're in the plane and all of a sudden they start taking the plane and they're going up and down like this you know so yeah, now yeah. you're feeling, and then they start trying to shake to the right, wheels to right, to, to, and yeah. all these crazy things trying to just get gravity to help get the the front landing gear out right so we uh you know so eventually they've tried everything i mean g-force is like you've never experienced and then my dad eventually was like okay guys we have one last move we can try this one's not going to be fun bear with us and essentially what they do is they sort of take the plane almost straight up Mm -hmm. like that and then bring it down to try and get the back landing gear or the you know gravity to pull it down so now the ground's not here by me the ground is like freaking here you know like above me it was it was quite a trip because i'm facing the back of the aircraft right uh you know so you know at this point they'd radioed in and told the guys like at the airport look we have an emergency please be prepared we might have to do you know an emergency landing so we come flying through the aircraft the airport at this point everybody's heard about it so everyone's standing on the side of the runways and out the hangars looking at which plane it was and uh so they were like cool we're gonna do a mock landing where we're gonna bash the back landing gear on the ground to try and again gravity so we come around bah, 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 nothing so come around bah, 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 nothing so they're like guys the last thing that we can do is a crash landing so we're like oh crap okay cool so they explain like you know my dad's okay, gonna, cool. he's gonna, yeah i mean <laughs> dude, it's the it's the most nuts thing because it's like you, crazy, you would think in bro. that situation that you would be like panicked and freaking out and yes there's obviously fear involved i mean i probably it was one of the most fearful experiences of my life but at the same time it's like where are you gonna go you're not gonna freaking open the door and jump out the airplane and there's no parachutes and you probably yeah. couldn't open the, the door if you want don't have to. any wingsuits so, that's it dude so it's like you're literally just like here we go we're in for the freaking ride no right? red bull yeah there, there you go there you go I'm, I'm terrified of heights i don't think i would do that either but uh even but me yeah, dude,
1: dude.
2: <laughs> 100, i mean it looks amazing but nah i don't, no, I don't no, have no. that kind of death wish um i, I but was yeah, in a so, similar
1: thing i was in a similar thing where um we were in one of those uh, uh, nationwide planes back in the day. Oh and wow! It was a twin engine. that was like a, at the rear of the plane, and as we were taking off, the one engine exploded, and then we had oh, to like come dude. back and land. And they told us to put it in the in like you know brace kind of thing. And this yeah. lady next to me, she was like grabbing my leg and like just looking at me going are we gonna be okay it's like it's fine they do this all the time and then after she said if you didn't calm me down i would have screamed my head off listen why oh, are you being, why
0: what? are we even telling why are we even talking about these stories you're on a plane in
2: like a couple of weeks bro but <laughs> this is true this yeah, is true dude, This Karen, is. Karen, true. what you're saying let's let's see sure, sure. the end of the story yeah so, my, so my, what, the, what my dad explained, what they're going to do is that they, they would come up to the runway and, uh, he's going to put the back landing gear down and then slow down as much as he can so that the fire engines can catch up with us. And then he's going to try and drop the nose square on the frickin' tar as gently as he can. Right. So, you know, so they explain the brace position, da, 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 da. justine and I are like getting ready for this. They show where the emergency exits are, you know, uh, and, and we're like ready to go right so we do a fly past the airport and then now we're coming in and it's like cool it's go time here we go so he's bringing the the aircraft in and uh you know he touches the the the, the you know back landing gear down and then all of a sudden he just goes brace and you got to like sort of grab your yeah your, i mean it's different in an airliner but in these smaller planes you grab your like your headrest and shove your head into the headrest and then he just boom dropped it straight in the ground but it was nuts because you look out the window And the fire engines were like catching up speed right next to the plane. So they were traveling right next to us like this. And then you put the, you know, the, the plane down. I mean, it was, it was rough. Um, I was expecting sparks and explosions and and all that kind of stuff, but it it wasn't as bad as, as we were expecting, which I was grateful for. But still it was like the roughest landing. Um, there must have been about six, seven of us, six, seven okay. of us on the plane, um, which actually that's, I'll tell you about that. But, uh, so, so now, <laughs> the, plane, the, <laughs> so now the plane stops, uh, you know, funny stops and the, the fire engines cover the plane in foam, like, like waist deep in foam kind of thing. And the funny thing is at this point, um, I think the, from the adrenaline, all of us in the plane my dad and, and the co-pilot and everybody included, we just packed up laughing, like yeah. hy- like hysterically <laughs> laughing, dude, because we were just like, holy crap, we just survived. And then my dad's now trying to get the plane door open and I just get hit with this rush of adrenaline and I just freaking run and I like kick the door and like break the door <laughs> open and like I got you, and we're all crying with laughter. That's it, dude. We're all crying yeah. with laughter. And then we called my mom and my mom was an air hostess for nine years with SAA. You know, that's wow. how her and my dad met. So yeah. she's in, been in the aviation industry as well. And, uh, and we called in and I was like, Mommy, we are just in a freaking plane crash. And she's like, ha, 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 you're joking with me. Then I was like, no, speak to, you know, the, the air hostess. And she was like, no, no we were really in a freaking crash landing.
1: She's like, your um, dad's
2: going to have it later. <laughs> He's yeah, going to hear go. it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the honest truth is, is my dad, uh, you know, my dad was, Um, How old is my dad? My dad is, I think, 67, uh, turning 66, 67. And, uh, you know, he's been flying since he was 16 years old. And this is the one and only time an incident like this has ever happened. So, you know, when I get on a plane, it's not the kind of thing where like I worry about it, because I know that the likelihood of that kind of Mm. thing happening again. For sure. We'll likely go the rest of our lives, never, ever experiencing that kind of thing again. You know, it, it was a freak weird thing. And what's cool is while we were sitting in the plane, the um, the other guys are on the plane with us. They kind of looked at Justine and I and, and their words to us were Guys, it's it's your dad flying. Like why why are you afraid? You know, it's like he taught all of us how to fly. Yeah. Like if anybody's going to get us out of this, it's him, you know? So I was like, yeah, that that's a good point. It's like if I if I'm going to be in a situation like this with anybody, it's definitely going to be my dad because there's nobody I would trust more to get us out of that, you know. But
0: look at it from your dad's perspective. So it was yeah.
2: Like, can imagine oh, from, yeah, from sure.
0: your dad's point of view, he's like, oh my gosh, I had my son and his girlfriend on the flight. It could have been disasters. <laughs> like, my I, dad still called him. my,
2: <laughs> my yeah. dad still called my wife's parents afterwards and was like, I'm so sorry, this never happens. And like, and he was like trying to reassure them that everything was fine. And they were obviously awesome and, and very yeah, understanding yeah, about sure. it. But, but it was a freaking freak accident. You know, it's like they, it was, it was something I think if I remember correctly, they had repainted the aircraft i think a couple weeks prior to that and the maintenance crew had stuffed up and didn't double check that the paint around that the actual hatches had dried correctly so when the the doors came up um you know the the paint hardened or something to that effect and and you know but totally freak accident you know it's like again these things but what are the odds though what are the odds that you happen to be on that flight though it's crazy oh yeah yeah 100 dude 100 And, and it was my wife's First flight ever, dude. First flight wow. ever. It was absolutely bizarre. <laughs> that's cool. That's what you call a baptism on fire. <laughs> it
1: almost sounds like you're dead. Yeah, it, that's it, a on dude.
2: Purpose. That's so like, <laughs> man.
1: Just, just show his girlfriend how much of a badass I like, am. You
2: gonna you gonna marry my <laughs> son? There you go. There how we gonna, gonna do it? it. <laughs> it's like if, you, if you're gonna marry my son one day, you gotta know yeah. what a pansy ass he is. So we're gonna show you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, man! But and listen, so yeah, just dude, quickly so, so that's survival it. story one. Well, we can oh, chat about it. other ones later. if you like, dude, that I mean,
0: she's I can't uh, like just right throughout that story. I was like playing not going good no 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 not good <laughs> not good for p- not no. good for my heart i think i may have had a heart attack or you know whatever my no, i, mean, story I, I was up, surprised but,
2: yeah. that I was dude yeah. <laughs> very surprised no like uh, heights um
0: you know because you know what my dad always just used, used to tell me because he traveled a lot when i was growing up and he was like and i was like dad why are you going again blah 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 And he's like son Air travel is the safest form of travel out there.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah. yeah. And and isn't that the, that the freaking truth, dude? It's like you're it literally is. more likely to be killed walking on the sidewalk than you are 100%. in a plane crash, dude. Yeah, like it's you know, it, it, it really is one of those things. And it's funny because Back to the Red Hillen thing. All my bandmates know that I'm I'm terrified of flying. Right? What a caveat so, I dude, must say. You have. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yo, I mean, segue, segue. I mean, in. not a caveat, segue, <laughs> segue. What a segue. So that's it, dude. It's like all my bandmates know that I'm I'm scared of flying, right? So they freaking rag on me like you cannot believe, dude. Like it's it's actually like it's hilarious. Like the the, the crap they put me through whenever sure, we're about dude. it. like do a flight to Cape Town or something. And it was so funny. One of the last flights we did to Cape Town. Um, I was sitting next to Matt, my drummer, right? And Matt mm-hmm. always rags at me all the time. You know, it's like he banters with me all the time. And the last time we were going down there, now I'm, I'm scared of flying, but I'm surprisingly calm when we're on the plane. Like I don't <laughs> like the anticipation anxiety. I hate going through security. I, that, all that stuff gets me yeah, really yeah. worked up. The minute I'm on the plane, I'm actually okay. Uh, so we get on the plane. He's been ragging me the whole damn day, dude. And we hit a bit of a turbulence patch. Now I'm pretty chilled. And he's like, whoa, whoa, what was that? Ah. Was that normal? Da, da, da. And I have to be the guy who's like, nah, dude, we're fine. Don't worry it's oh, all good no, dude. and i was like but you were the asshole who half an hour ago yeah. was trying to freaking freak the shit out of me you know you should have gone mm, my how the tables have turned yeah i should have been like no dude this isn't normal at all this is really bad we're yeah. in trouble bro yeah
0: exactly right, but then again you know you don't want to will something to existence either
2: no no i i agree i agree and, and especially not previous, in those situations uh, like
0: yeah. that's crazy um, but yeah John, listen yeah. we we did segue to red helen so i want to hear the story quickly because i mean we're not um like um dude i'm i'm so stoked that that you guys even existed because w- trading pass for pathways which we we just we, dis- we discussed it very briefly last time but it's one of the albums of south african bands that i pretty much know every word to um and and oh, you've dude, actually been you. You. you've actually seen me you called me out on stage once at metal for africa at metronome <laughs> and you said gareth you know the words let's go <laughs> and then you got me involved <laughs> and i was playing the same show and stuff so so quickly tell nah, me it was how was awesome you, you, dude you you we did brief briefly touch on it last time
2: you you, you were late to the red helen party eh? you were one of the late editions. Yes. very true yeah very true but but first off thank you very much man that means a lot dude you have no idea how much much that means i I appreciate it but yeah got the t-shirt got got the got the merch yes you got the hat let's go she got the t-shirt yes like (laughs) lovely and one for your body (laughs) but no and and yeah, <laughs> one for your body, one for, one for your head, head, and CD for your. Yes. By, the, by the way, Greg sent me a message afterwards saying that you did a awesome impression of him. He was very he, he impressed. Come, he so came, well He, done, he commented well done. on the
0: video. So shout out, Greg, bro. <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> That's dude. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, it's uh the the, the so it was actually, like I said, I mean, I was playing in a, in a whole bunch of other bands at the time, you know, like back in the day. So my band, the Hammer of Redemption would play with Red Helen on the regular, you know, and uh, so I knew the guys from shows. I also knew Eric uh, and and the dudes really well because uh, we all went to Copa together. So Eric and Greg, you know, Eric, Greg and myself, we went to Copa together. And as I said last time, it's like Greg and I actually originally met when we were like 10 uh, uh, doing karate together back in the day. So when we landed up going, to copa together that was quite a cool little surprise and and funny enough we actually started a band in copa uh called the chronicles of our descent which was like a cool like post-hardcore band right yeah. and uh, and Jono, who would later become the guitar player for Red helen as well was also mm-hmm. in that band and you know i i had met Wait, Jono working on Martian music on friday nights. Yeah, yeah yeah go for it wasn't Jono in quite a bad accident he was yeah yeah he was in a, in a really really bad uh, car crash a couple of years ago and and he he so, yeah, came out true, all right really huh? true eh? scary time yeah, dude. He's doing a lot better, man. He's okay. doing a lot better, which we're all incredibly grateful for. It was a awesome. very, very scary time, dude. And, uh, and, and, and amazingly him and his uh, wonderful fiance Pagan, who was in the car crash with him, uh, they're, they're both healed up and doing a lot better which which we're okay, very happy correct. about so i was sorry i, was I, just, I mean he was, at our, sure. he was at our wedding and everything and I, I was so grateful that he was there you know so okay. but yeah it was a scary time dude definitely okay. a scary time man uh, so um, i don't know why art is laughing at me but i think
0: i think that was maybe a faux pas on my part but like yeah no because i remember and i <laughs> uh, and who you know who knows what happened and i there go blurt the bloody question so
2: my bad no no dude uh, no worries no worries <laughs> 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 Now nah, he's doing very he's doing very well dude I appreciate you asking. <laughs>
0: cool, yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry, carry yeah. on. And no, then, all yeah, good, yeah, so all he, good, dude. He, he, so, and and so, everyone, yeah, shout so, out, he's
2: a bloody damn good guitarist. Oh, dude, dude. Like, he he's an awesome guitar player and he is easily one of the most talented songwriters I know, dude. Like, he, he just, he's hes one of those guys who has a natural knack for for writing phenomenal music, dude. And I'm, I'm as much of a fan of, of you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his, you know, even though he was in my band, he's my friend and everything. It's like, and honestly, I think that that's a, you know, a theme in red Helen in general is like the, I'm, I feel very fortunate to get to play with the guys that I play with. It's like, they, they really are such phenomenal musicians and, 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 and not to to sound too self deprecating, I think is the word. Um, you know, I consider myself the worst musician in, in red Helen. And I actually think that that is such a, for the lack of a better word a blessing, because it's like, I get to jam with these guys who I get to learn from who, while I'm standing in the band room with them, watching them jam, I'm, I'm never ceased to be amazed and be like, Holy crap. I get to jam with these guys. Like, this is so- amazing you know and there is there's something amazing about being able to go to those dudes and be like bro please explain this musical thing to me or show me how to do this or whatever and uh and i felt like i said as much as i'm a bandmate and they're my friends and i love them i'm also a fan you know it's like i really am a fan of those dudes and i feel very grateful for that which is really cool you know but yeah back to the the, the whole me me joining great helen thing so so <laughs> no, yeah no, no, for dude, sure. so... i mean they're all great guys dude i mean <laughs> yeah I'm, dude i just think
0: about that one time where you guys all all stayed the night and um oh and there's still a <laughs>
2: story you need to tell me about oh by the sure way, but... which you just uh, get well, into i mean
0: uh you i mean I, you guys <laughs> that was a very too, awkward
2: uh, little uh no, no
0: no no okay no okay no we can we're gonna be we're gonna be straight up honest right now right this is how <laughs> we're gonna go um you know it's it, it was an embarrassing one but um so basically i was ex- i was super excited that you guys were gonna come stay and you know i was like you know look not not fanboying but like i was excited to to rock out with the homies and stuff but you know how I, how it is with tour and the dudes are busy and all that kind of stuff you come drop your gear you gotta to go to the venue and all that kind of shit so i kind of my excitement got to me a little bit sooner than the gig you know what i'm saying so um yeah I, I ended up having a party before the party and didn't make the party if you know what i'm talking about oh no yeah yeah so that that's exactly what happened that night And then i, I remember sending you guys some bullshit messages going hey guys sorry not feeling too well not gonna make the show and meanwhile i'm like <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
1: and i was wow. like you guys have
0: got keys come pull in and all that kind of jazz and then the alarm remember when the alarm went off and uh, oh, everybody worked everybody woke I, up, I everybody was standing thing at the front and i heard door. from the other guys the next morning <laughs> And here I am, three sheets from Sunday going, oh, my God, what's going on? And, uh, and then, I, yeah, I was like, dude, sorry. I just uh, I ended up having too much of a party and didn't make it to the venue. So <laughs> oh, that's all my good, story. That's all the good. embarrassing story for you, bro. But I think I've seen you guys um, uh, enough times to, to be forgiven for that one.
2: Oh no, I agree. I agree. We've we've played a whole bunch of shows together and we've yeah. we rocked out many a time, dude. So. and dude, and like you, you say, know what you guys I appreciate us, having eh? a bed to sleep in, dude. Like usually when we go on the road somewhere, it's me sleeping on a couch or the floor. So so I'm eternally grateful to have had an awesome night's sleep that night. So yeah. thank oh, you. It's
0: my pleasure, <laughs> and the honor was mine. Um, that's a story I can always tell and uh there were there were more there were more um good points out of that weekend even though i didn't go to the show than bad points so um and i, I really got to even in the short you know I, the best part of that whole trip dude was the fact that when i woke up i was hanging balls bro let's 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 be honest <laughs> i was not feeling great i woke up came through you guys were all lying having good chuckles um in this <laughs> actual studio you, this is where you guys slept you guys slept in this room oh
2: rad that's awesome yeah oh i know uh, exactly which room that is now that's oh wait yeah
0: but you slept in the bottom the bottom spare room uh yeah i I, I did the front man thing
2: and ran ran and grabbed the bed before anybody else could (laughs) but you were all got
0: you all you guys were in here and you just wouldn't stop for at least
2: 45 minutes before you guys rose just roasting each other it was great (laughs) yeah dude that that is very much being in the red helen camp dude is like that's awesome. like no, no, nothing is sacred dude we will roast each other about anything and everything dude it's yeah absolutely and the, la- awesome, the last bro. thing
0: i gotta say absolutely. about that 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 whole situation is i I wish I took a photograph of Eric's face when the alarm went off. <laughs> he was standing in the corridor, and it, it, and it literally looked like he would seen a ghost.
2: <laughs> that is so no. I, I can actually out. picture that face in my mind, dude. That is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, dude. I and mean, then he starts stuttering. I can imagine he was like, "Oh well, uh, you know, w- what's happening?" <laughs> Listen, Good I gotta, way.
0: I gotta address this. Taylor doors um yeah says
2: what about when your eye
0: went paralyzed what what yeah that that's survival story number two (laughs) okay let's hit it let's let's hit the survival uh, story number two and then we can carry on Uh, okay cool with the red we're running out of time (laughs) cool
2: cool. okay yeah so, so survival story number two okay so i was um at the time i was about 17 so uh you know my 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 wife back then, girlfriend, you know, we've been together for yeah. six months. It was actually funny. And I probably about a month or two after the plane crash, but, okay. uh, Oh my God. So, yeah, dude. So, so I was, was at BTS this point, D.
1: I, that was a bad year. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was, it was a, it was a very interesting year. Yeah. Not a very good very <laughs> but yeah, dude, I mean, so, I was playing in my in my band, The Hammer Redemption, at the time, and at that point, I was also like, remember, I was 17, so I had my my, my learner's license, right? And uh, and and props to my dad, dude. Remember, you know, when, when my dad was in town, he would drive us to shows, right? So at that particular night, we had um, a show at Black Dahlia in Boxburg. We lived in, in uh, Mondior at the time, which is, you know, Joburg, Southern suburbs. And uh, and my dad was awesome, dude. My dad would drive us to shows and he would sleep in the car while we were playing the show. And then I'd knock on the window and then he would wake up and be like, cool, you guys ready to go? Yeah, we're ready to go. Cool. So pack the car and then he would take us home. So this particular night, and, and I don't know, there was something about that particular venue, Black Dahlia. And I'm sure a lot of people who have been there will, will, will know exactly what I'm saying, but I never ever played a show there where I didn't get off stage and feel sick. I don't know why that was. Maybe it was like lack of like airflow in the place or whatever, I I don't know. But for whatever reason, I would always feel sick when I got off stage. It was a weird thing. Uh, You you know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Yes, I experienced that here as well.
2: Hundreds, dude. Yeah, because because I I don't think that there was like proper like ventilation and shit, dude. Mm-mm. So it was like so you were like in a little hot box the, the whole time, dude. And people were smoking the, inside yeah, in those days wasn't and stuff. That so was rough. That
1: small. It was actually quite like a wide room, but it was still yeah. like it was yeah, it was weird.
2: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I loved Black Dolly. It was an awesome freaking venue. But yeah, dude, it's like like I said, I I never ever played a show there where I didn't feel sick. But after this particular show, I felt freaking great, right? So felt really good. Was a fun little show. We had just come off of a string of like four or five shows in a row. Um, you know, got in the car, got, you know, drove home, uh, took my my lady home, went back to my house, got into bed, feeling rad. The next morning, I remember waking up probably about eight o'clock in the morning. I was still living with my folks at the time because I was 17. Uh, went to the bathroom, got back into bed. And then I remember in hindsight, I remember in the middle of the night waking up and, and feeling dizzy every now and then. And, uh, but I kind of just paid it off as like, I must be tired. I'm, I'm half asleep, whatever. So I went to bit sleep again at about eight o'clock, and then at about eleven, um, at about eleven a.m., I opened my eyes, and the whole room around me was spinning. It was almost like I was in wow. some sort of washing machine kind of thing. It was nuts. I got out of bed and my balance was completely thrown off. So I fell to the floor. And at this point I'm panicking because I don't know what's wrong with me, right? So I, I like kind of leopard crawled to my mom's room because she was home. My dad was out and, you know, and my brothers and sisters were out doing their things. So I kind of like leopard crawled to my mom's room. She was in the toilet at the time. I knocked on the door. I was like, mom, mom, something's wrong. You got to help me. So she opened the door and she, she described my eye as like seeing my eye kind of like flipping around in my, it was, it's my right eye. By by um, flipping around in my skull kind of thing, like doing these strange movements. Uh, so she sat me up on the bed and, you know, they immediately, they were like, we got to get into a doctor or a hospital right now. So luckily it was the 16th of December. So public holiday. So most places were closed. but luckily our family GP was on a call that day. So they rushed me to her, managed to get me to her at this point. I'm proper freaking out. So, you know, her, her immediate reaction was, what did you take last night? Like, did you take drugs? Did you smoke something? Like, what did you do? And, you know, if you know me, I don't smoke, I don't drink.
1: Yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. smoked.
2: I've never drank. So, um, you know, so I was like, honestly, all I had was like two bottles of water, you know? So at this point I'm in like full blown shock. So I'm like in the fetal position. I can't move. I can't breathe. Uh, she's checking me with like, you know, she's like, putting, you know, shining the little like scope into my eye. Mm. And essentially she's like, his brain is swelling and I don't know why. So we need to figure out why his brain is swelling. So you know, at this point, she's like, this, eh? Well, that that was one of the things that they thought it might have been. That was one of the things they thought it might have been for sure. But uh, at that point, though, they weren't sure. So they they were like, we need to get into a hospital now. So they they got me in the car, uh, rushed me to the hospital. We managed to get the whole back of the car sort of back. So I was somewhat lying down and my lady was lying ahead of me trying to keep me calm. And it was the weirdest thing, dude, because I I was looking at her and she was as still as you are now. But everything out the window was was spinning like I was in a washing machine. It was absolutely bizarre. It's it's so so strange, dude. So they get me to hospital. The doctors don't know what's wrong. It's a public holiday. So they're having to call people off of their leave day to come in. And is your Uh, eye
0: still spinning at this point?
2: My eye is still spinning at this point. Yeah, wow, I mean? dude. So it's dude. so I'm I'm sitting in the hospital waiting room. Like I mean, I've been throwing up because my whole body is thrown off. So I'm like throwing up and like I can't I can hardly walk. It's horrible. They must have killed um, your equilibrium and your middle ear and yes, all that kind of jazz. It, exactly it was like the worst vote you've ever i can i can only imagine yeah. it's like seasickness times 10 it was like That's that kind insane. of experience you know so we get to the hospital i'm waiting in the waiting room you know i got my eyes closed because i'm just trying to prevent feeling sick and um you know so at this point they didn't know what was wrong so they, they were like we need to send him for every test we sort of can so they sent me for a ct scan they did blood tests i went for a lumbar puncture they sent me for all that stuff to try and like Ooh, find puncture. out what the, Can't be the hell fun, is yeah. going on you know Oh dude, it was dude, even with the pain killing needle medication, in your spine, it feels freaking horrible, dude. And and you have to stay like completely vertical for like 24 hours afterwards. If you <laughs> lift your head, you can get the worst headache of your life. No ways. It's dreadful. Dude. And you nauseous like boot. yeah, that's it, dude. And you nauseous, and, and it just was horrible, man. But but I gotta give the hospital staff props, dude. They were absolutely amazing, and and they handled me having a heart attack, you know, like I'm just being absolutely terrified so well. Uh, You know, so I went for MRI, all that stuff. Um, And at this point, dude, I mean, it it was, it was scary, man. I mean, they were throwing around terms like, oh, it's a stroke. Oh, it's a brain aneurysm. Oh, he's got cancer. Oh, you know, they they were saying that these are all these options. So you can imagine me being at 17 being like, holy crap, I'm going to die. You know, like this is absolutely terrifying. Um, So the from here, what happened was they kind of, uh, and again, I'm not a doctor, so I might get the terms incorrect, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, so from here, they had me in a hospital room. Uh, they were actually really nice and let my mom stay with me, which is really cool because I mean, yeah. dude, at this point I was convinced I was going to die. So I was like, I'm not going to sit here alone and die, yeah. you know? And my, my dad was, you know, my dad would go, this was a really cool. My dad would actually go and fetch my lady every morning. He would go and fetch her at seven. She would get to the hospital at eight with my dad. And my lady would stay with me every day from eight o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. Like dude, for the entire time uh, she's they were allowed a there. Keeper, hey? Oh 100% dude and <laughs> I knew it back then as well bro no, and uh, sure. and that was the thing she it's she refused years, she was eh? like
0: every sorry it's been 2 years since you guys have married huh eh?
2: yeah Yeah. so yeah, so we're going awesome. on um yeah a year and a year and four months that we've been married but we've been nice. together 13 years yeah so for sure it's, yeah, I mean, we've, crazy. Been a, we've been together a that's minute awesome. you know uh, but I mean like you can imagine with six months of at the hospital every day yeah shout out to my lady she can probably <laughs> hear me through the door right now um <laughs> shout out Susan <laughs> there you go there you go shout and then I neighbors. saw her aunt Chantal commented earlier as well so shout okay, out to Chantal. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but John she, she said you, you were know, awesome yeah th- thank you very much is <laughs> awesome um, and we agree sorry look at this family love uh, <laughs> but yeah dude so at this point I'm sitting in the hospital bed and we're waiting on all these tests to come back so I was there for I think about 10 days if I remember correctly uh, you know doing blood tests you know every day doing you know all these things throughout the day and uh, and they were pumping me with like everything they could do So antibiotics i think I, I think they're called antivirals things like that like yeah, yeah. like everything they could so that if there was some sort of infection they could actually kill it to so the point that my skin was breaking out in boils because of how what? how much was in my hell, system dude. it was nuts dude and then the, the interesting thing which was both reassuring and also crappy was all the tests started coming back and they were coming back clear so it's like so you know. Uh, that was a negative for, for like your typical kind of stroke. It was a negative for cancer it was a negative, all these things, which was again, a very positive thing, but it was also like, well, then what the hell happened? Like, why, why did this go down? You know? Um, so in the end, what it landed up more or less being um, a, as far as I understand. And again, I'm not a doctor, was that some sort of rare, I guess it's like a, it's an immunodeficiency or something like that. But essentially what happened, as far as I understand and I could be incorrect, was that my, uh, my immune system temporarily gave up. So wow. it temporarily like knocked down and then whatever was going to sort of happen was going to happen. And essentially what may have happened was a rare kind of stroke that happened, which resulted in the muscles and tendons behind my right eye becoming paralyzed. So I had essentially what was called third cranial balls palsy. So, you know, I oh, that's I was, that. yeah, I was just about exactly. to say that. I
1: was just about to say balls palsy. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Totally.
2: No, seriously. I was just about oh, to say yeah.
0: that. <laughs> when, when I was living, okay. I mean, that's crazy. But when I was living in the States with the, uh, um you know the the states art when i was living in the states States. in the states and um (laughs) i had a friend of mine who is now an advocate um oh wow um and and we're still in contact believe it or not hey awesome he he um had a a a snowboarding accident and he hit his head and um literally days later he developed bell's palsy and he had to fly back to south africa because his whole left hand side went went uh yeah, numb. Heavy, eh? uh, a that, while. That's
2: bizarre that it was yeah. actually because of a head injury, eh? My goodness. Yeah,
0: yeah, No, it's crazy. And and I actually I've got a very similar story. Oh Robert, is that your brother, dude? Show yeah, me that's them, my little I brother. Thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Uh, is he in Florida so, right now, dude? He's in Florida right now, yeah. yeah, yeah so he's there out. in, so, in South what time Florida. is it?
0: What's the time difference? I know I know the New uh, York, I know Eastern that's Eastern time, right? yeah yeah so
2: there there's actually six they're hours six behind hours at behind the yeah, so yeah. they're almost 2 p.m is the time that okay. side yeah yeah no, i know that so he's probably watch... on his lunch break right now
0: <laughs> yeah I, I know that because i watch the the nba games live if i can oh <laughs> right yeah watch, that's awesome um yeah yeah but um but, but, I've but got I, a firm I, list, I guess yeah. i better
2: show you the i thing though yeah let's do it <laughs> oh let's sorry you're so saying something no no no
0: let's let's see the i think first bro okay cool so, yeah. so
2: sometimes it happens sometimes it doesn't and and what's okay. funny is i think a lot of people who have seen me on stage have probably seen it like like sneaking through every no. now and then um, but essentially so like i'll see if i can do it with that so i look dead at the camera and then yeah. if i go like this
1: ah shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's i bet you've never had that on your show no, before no, no. hell no dude I uh, can only make the one eye squint crazy and I can
0: make it go like that. Okay, yeah, no, no, but that's
2: some special. I mean, is that <laughs> is that maybe a result of what happened to you back in the day? That that's exactly what the result was, yeah, dude. I mean, I literally yeah. uh, so I, okay. I had to wear an eye patch for like six months afterwards, dude. Arr. So so it was funny because I actually started going to a music college, right? And um, I started going to, to COPA right, right after this happened. And I was so I had the eye patch for about six months before the eye started getting movement back. And I can I can look right and I can look left really slowly, but if I look really quickly, it kind of does the little like comedian eye thing. But um, you know, I should have been a doctor, <laughs> but. Um... But yeah, so, so you know, so I went to this music college with the eye patch and everybody thought that it was some kind of freaking like fashion statement, you know, because I was back when people were wearing bandanas and doing all that like emo stuff and everything back then. So they thought that I was doing some weird like fashion statement wearing an eye patch. And it's like, no, no, I really, I really need this. Otherwise I'm so freaking dizzy. I can't walk. Your so, dude, that's crazy. And then speaking of the R thing, we went on a fast, so the doctors after this whole <laughs> Arr, thing happened, uh, <laughs> the doctors kicked me in the shin. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, dude. I mean, we the doctors actually recommended after this happened that I that they we go on a family holiday, right? Because they were like, look, essentially what he's gone through is like a near-death experience. He's probably gonna go through some sort of depression, which I did. I felt very depressed afterwards for a little while. Um So we went on a family holiday, both a good and bad idea because we went to a caravan park because we were avid caravaners growing up. And uh, every single person I would walk past would go, oh, matey, where's your boat? And all that stuff. And it was just like, (laughs) oh, ha, ha, ha. The last 12 people didn't say that that one you know you know yeah, camps, hey, that's camps. actually
0: that's another parallel in our childhoods right there dude. <laughs> camp yeah exactly campsite bullying bro i was uh i was part of that many bullying. times i used to <laughs> yeah i know my parents were big caravanners and um yeah it was crazy what it was lauren Ronneberg says i had balls palsy spent months after retraining my eye not fun yeah, so, yeah i mean
2: it's not the funnest time eh and, well and yeah, i'm still in the process of trying to retrain mine so i can definitely feel you on that one it's definitely you should, a tough
0: one eh? you, you should retrain yours to look even further <laughs> the other way bro that'll be fun yeah, I, I, I should just accept it and uh, train the other eye so that that one moves and not this one. Well, imagine if you had them both go, that would be hilarious.
2: Yeah. Um, I see, I'm, I'm too afraid to stuff around with it because what if it gets stuck, you know? Dan. Like what if now the eye goes like, boom, right, and gets like stuck in the corner and then I'm in trouble. Dan Canterbury with the comment of
0: the episode. He goes, he's looking at all the comments as well as the camera. <laughs> oh, Dan, that was well brilliant. Played, well played, Dan. Well played played he's looking at the comments and the camera at the same no time. no jokes
2: dude i could literally split my vision dude <laughs> yeah, so i could stare amazing. at my speaker over here and the camera at the same time it's pretty awesome
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're robbing the house and looking at the next house at the same time <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah dude i had a similar oh, situation when i was a when i was a little uh, a kid uh where is that a plane going over the house? That's a plane. That's man. crazy.
1: And um, yeah, there's a comment from Ramon. <laughs> I'm looking at a mirror. Put on a cap, me Pratt. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah, because <laughs> of the the double gang vibe. Um, so yeah, so I had the Keep same, the same thing. I was a par- bit. <laughs> I was paralyzed for two months, dude. Uh, I had my wow, my geez. knees my knees were locked like this, and I Jeez, couldn't straighten geez. my legs uh, for two months. And they thought I had rheumatic fever. They had thought I had yellow jaundice they thought i had um, scarlet fever they thought i had uh, encephalitis they they and to date to date they still cannot um pinpoint what happened was and it maybe
1: just bad gas and wow. your legs just froze trying to get them <laughs> my knees like the
0: doctor <laughs> even tried to and i was a kid the doctor tried to straighten my legs and 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 he, he so essentially it's a forest gump that's it bro. Is what happened yeah and uh run trust, gareth run yeah trust me i ran i ran when i was able to i was like my knees can work and the, well, that the, the, they
2: are when they saw me i was running
0: <laughs> love the journey um the but the the years years after i came right wow geez. every winter the back of my knees would get sore and i would have phantom like growing pains and i would be like oh, man, i need a Pain tablets,
2: dude. yeah. Anyway, and, and how dude. are they doing now? Like, do you still experience anything like no, weird no.
0: with them now? No, nothing, nothing.
2: Wow, no. dude, that is hard,
0: yeah, dude. That was back again. In the that's day, another dude.
2: one of our doppelgangers, right there, dude.
0: You know, you know, we've all had, uh, we've both had some, some. F- some stanky diseases, bro. Yeah, We don't know what it that's is. That's
2: it, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, actually, I, I, funny enough, I heard a weird theory about man the other day. And again, this is, this is a weird <laughs> so season. Another one, uh, another one with oh, a bag
0: maybe it was.
2: Dude, that's ones. a mom making a dad joke. <laughs> 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 yeah, to say, but it's so good. It's not so, not so good like at the same joke. time. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but carry on. But, but it's interesting, dude. I went to a doctor the other day and, and they were wondering about my, you know, my back history with my health and stuff. And, um, I mentioned the whole thing with my eye, and again, this is just a you know um, a speculation of of sorts. But you know, she they asked me like, so at the time she was like, "Were you by any chance on uh, acne medication, so Retacutane or something similar to that?" Yep. And I was, I was, was at the time. So there is this this chance that perhaps I had a negative effect, to, a negative um, experience with that, and that's what may have caused it. So, um, yeah, one of hey man, brother. That, I, I was I was conflict. on
0: that stuff for 120 milligrams for for five months
2: yeah i did and that stuff's rough man it's nasty oh man
0: i mean i used to wake up with blood on my sheets just from my lips cracking and uh, i had quite bad acne on my back did you ever have like the discolored (laughs) skin
2: dude where it was like blue and purple in
0: color yep yes sir yes sir but luckily luckily i did that when i was 14 15 and by the time i was 15 i had uh no like spots or anything like that. But right, I was bad, right. bro. It 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 really got seriously bad. I I went on mine when I was fourteen, got dropped They They always said don't play sports because it it we it weakens it dehydrates it, yeah. yeah, it your bones, it makes your teeth brittle, all that kind of
2: stuff. Yes, dude. In hindsight, it's like you gotta almost ask like was it worth going through all of that to get yes. <laughs> acne? You know what <laughs> Sorry, I mean? Sorry, yeah, yeah, four
0: months for sure. <laughs> oh, I had bad enough, acne, dude, yeah.
2: Bad, but I remember bad, like bad. the day if you were also you may have had to go for like liver like tests and everything to make sure that you weren't damaging your liver and shit like that like i remember it being because yeah, I, I was I on accutane then i had like a really brutal like like reaction to it which is again maybe the eye but my skin dude went like my, my cheeks were swollen and like yeah. blue and purple it was really horrible and then so the doctor was like no we got to get you off of this so they got me off of it and then they put me on acne now i know that's the generic version i don't know if mm. that means that it's it's like massively different but um and then that like again i Never think i was on that also it, for too. like three months and then boom i've never had like massively bad acne since you know well the whole principle so, was
0: it's got to get worse to get better now that was what they yeah, always said to me uh, they always true. said listen dude if you think this is bad wait three months it's gonna be horrible and then another month later you'll be clear and that's exactly yeah what sure sure
2: well yeah, yeah bro- it definitely seems to have worked yeah before for both of us but but like i say if it caused my eye that's a that's an interesting Interesting Dude, observation, so, I don't you know. know rakutan scores uh, makes uh, people's eyes spin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. go.
0: <laughs> Headline <laughs> gives you eyes. spin due to rakutan overdose.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I would see- make
2: such a good infomercial for ractane. Use your yes, ractane, this is exactly what you
1: want. <laughs> <Rakuten>. <laughs> so- cured my acne. <laughs>
2: it messed up my eye, but the acne's good.
0: <laughs> Right you in. sound you like you sound you sound earth. just like uh uh well not like bryce mitchell someone from arkansas yeah. Um, Arkansas. yeah
1: <laughs> have you met my cousin i mean my you, wife you gotta cook it to the bone <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah dude that's crazy I mean, you go i mean you're going south florida florida's pretty south yeah that's true that's yeah. <laughs> true um dude I and mean, then that, that's crazy as well um florida is actually you know i'm a huge sports fan and all the sports yeah. are going to florida jacksonville um to a whole bunch of uh the areas because florida's just opened up bro. Right? i mean i've seen videos of parades going down in florida and so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little bit jealous um but oh, yeah. um <laughs> yeah dude so, so tell me listen with um with with when you're gonna be in the States and stuff, are you gonna be looking to actively like uh do some projects with some some musicians around there and all that kind of jazz?
2: Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, look, um, you know, part of the the sad thing about leaving essay is is obviously leaving the south african you know music community behind to a degree you know it's like i, I feel very fortunate to to have, have have known so many awesome people in the sa scene but at the same time it's it's also exciting to to go there and like get to plug into something new then also meet new people and maybe look at new opportunities and new people to jam with and create yeah. with and that kind of yeah. thing so so i'm quite looking forward to that dude so so obviously you know i'm going to be continuing my my audio career and, and obviously america as far as as audio and music composition you know in in film and advertising all that stuff it's one of the places in the world to to do that so that's very very exciting I'm, I'm well why don't, to to why don't you pop down to yeah, atlanta why don't you pop
0: down to Atlanta and visit old rick beato
2: yeah oh hell yeah dude freaking that would be amazing that guy's one of my heroes bro that'd be so damn cool likewise i love his videos what a great saying you
0: know what you you know what can i be honest with you right now brandon dude you've got such a personality and you're so fluid Ah, with the way you communicate and the way you operate and stuff like that why haven't you considered
2: doing your own youtube channel ah uh, that that is something that i've considered for sure for sure it's it's just it's been more a matter of of finding the time to do it you know um for sure but yeah in the near future who knows dude it, it is definitely something that i would i would like to look into for sure Cre- create create sure. some time for it dude i reckon that you would do really really well there eh? awesome awesome yeah i think I, I appreciate that thanks dude i'll definitely check it out it, it's def- sure. it's one of those weird things where it's like um you know and that's another way you'd be able sorry, sorry that's another way you'll be able to
0: keep in, in in contact with the people down in south africa they'll be able to follow you Yeah, totally, you'll be able dude. to interact with them and all that kind of stuff well, it's only well, that's six definitely hours bro
2: one of the things is that yeah. That's also true. That's also true. Well, that's definitely one of the things dude, Is it's like, just cause we're, you know, uh, going to America doesn't mean that I, I, you know, it's like, I want to stay in contact with everybody this side. I want to mm-hmm. continue to make music with my South African friends in the music community. And like, want to stay as plugged in as I can, you know, it's like, we're, we're not leaving. We're not going to the States because, uh, we hate South Africa and we want nothing to do with it. And we don't like the people here. It's like, nah, we love South Africa. And there's so much that I love about the people and the nature and the community and all that jazz, but we're going, we're going on an adventure, you know, and 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 we're we're seeing new places and that's it, you know? And, and like you were saying, like, do I want to get plugged into a band that side, you know, it's like, uh, the last year has been really tough because it's like I, I've gone to a band practice at least once a week, you know, every week since I was like 14, 15 years old, you know. So so the band culture is in my blood, you know. So um, as soon as I meet, you know, folks that side that I click with and, and, and we want to create music together, it's like I would absolutely love to. It's like I, I don't think I'll ever be the guy who's not plugged into a band or into the music community, you know, at least in some form or the other, you know? Sure, so, sure. so obviously on a, on a, a professional level, it's really exciting because of the, the, you know, music production and, and, you know, the audio stuff and the sound design and all the things that I do as a professional. Um, but it's also really exciting because as a musician, it's like, you know, a, a, what a, what a cool opportunity to get to to, to jam sure. with some awesome people. And, and I mean like, you know, I'm, I'm Your super excited. Actually just
0: come up with a very good uh, premise. YouTube channel vlogging his
2: experiences as South African living in the states. Boom. That's 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 a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. One of the, one of the experiences I'm really looking forward to is uh, when when the world sort of normalizes again, mm. getting to see freaking bands, dude. Like yeah, I, sure. that's one of the things I can't wait for. Man, is like like I remember when we went to Vakken, dude. It's like getting to see like so many bands that I've loved since I was a kid in such a short amount of time, and how insane yeah. that was. And I'm hoping America will be the same. Where we'll just get to like see all. For sure these like dream come true bands and, and musicians live you know so i'm looking forward to all of that but like i said dude i'll always be plugged into the music community because it's 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 something i love dude and uh yeah you know like i said the last time it's like i always i've i as a kid i always felt like the outcast and a bit of a misfit and like somebody who didn't really plug in anywhere and then i discovered the you know the music community you know and and in particular the the alternative music community whether it's metal rock or whatever and i was like wow these are these are my people you know yeah. it's like this yeah. is this is uh you know this is a, a a community of people that i i fit in with i'm excited to be a part of you know and and that and that extends to the broader music community, you know, whether it's, you know, hip hop, jazz pop, it's like, you know, music is such a beautiful universal language that no matter where you live on planet earth, no matter what your age group, no matter, it's like, it's such a a beautiful, like, you know, like unifying force in the world. And I feel very honored to be a part of that. And I'll I'll always do my best to be a part of that. You know,
0: dude, Dude, well, Brandon, that is that is,
2: yeah brandon needs to have a whole series to get
0: through of all of his stories start your own podcast b yes nicole i agree with you um dude i mean listen it's Thanks, it's, so, it's just so easy to talk to you dude i won't lie to you, you you're uh you're not you you're just you're a joy to listen to and a joy to interact with uh, so dude, I, I really I appreciate hope that you, and thank you yeah i really hope that you 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 really take this opportunity by going you know over to the states take take as um as many opportunities as you can and uh yeah. share, share your experiences with us that's what i'm asking of you um but awesome, dude
2: dude absolutely will do i know you'll always have a place to freaking stay in miami my dude so if you yeah, you guys ever want to come and hang out in listen, south florida you guys are welcome oh, yeah. listen <laughs> what i would love to oh, do yeah dude, i would love to come to are you going to be staying in miami yeah, dude, we're essentially where we're gonna be living is about 20 20 30 minutes north of Miami, dude. Damn. Yeah, Well,
0: I, I oh, would much love set for the come. sky, dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would really love to come to 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 Florida and see Jimmy Buckets with that two-hand dunk. Jimmy Buckets all day, Jimmy Butler of the Miami right. Heat. Style of hero, and, and then, Dak like and my Robinson. brother just
2: posted Slipknot in freaking Orlando in June. Oh my I will, goodness. my I will, my, my I will do that again from pure excitement <laughs> if I get to <laughs> yeah, f- dude, Slipknot dude. live. Dude, it's like I my, my buddy it. Dylan, who I was telling you about last time, was sending me videos of like he, he got to see Meshuggah, Gujira, and Slipknot live, and oh he was sending gosh. me like videos of it. And I was just like, dude, that three of my favorite bands of all time—that is mind blowing. That's and, insane, so, dude. Uh, so if I get to, if I get, and any the UFC, like, if I was in your
0: i would go to the oh, Miami oh yeah. heat i'd I probably time it to the miami heat play the dallas mavericks in miami then i'd probably yeah. go watch uh um what it's miami heat then probably watch a bunch of shows then go to um oh man it, it, dude i would, go to a beach would, party would, till the sunrise
1: yeah <laughs> 100 totally, so there's dude. so many you know, things you know
2: what's really cool it is, when we were there the last time, it was right before the the, the Super Bowl was going to happen. And that was happening in Miami that
1: year. Right? So that's bet. the one where that,
2: uh, that that's the one with what's it called? Uh, Jennifer Lopez played, Shakira played, you know, it was like it was one of it was a, yeah, yeah, a really, yeah. really big one, you know. And I found out the other day because uh, she was at the studio, uh, a South African artist called Moon child who's really making okay. massive waves overseas she was in the studio and she actually played the american super bowl that year in miami i was like how damn cool is that that a south <laughs> african artist played at like easily one of the biggest live events in the world love you baby that was my my wife posted yeah, yeah, yeah i saw that <laughs> that's I, i'm awesome, loving i'm loving that the comments are popping up guys what a that's an
0: awesome hey upgrade. listen dude, that you're gonna you're gonna boil that all down to a uh, producer art man he's he's oh, came dude, in, big up he's you, changed the game here baby all I got to do is sit oh, in yeah. front of a microphone. Oh, dude, and he does awesome. everything else. It's that's fantastic. The plan.
1: I've got to ask your your <laughs> brother. Is yes. he a car guy? Because that to me looks like a, that's Porsche a Porsche 991. Is that a GT2 or is that just a, a oh dude. that's per- that's GTS. purple? Isn't that a GT GT3? I don't know I, if it's I, a GT3. If you can give because like I see a little bit of a wing there, and it looks like either it could be the turbo or the turbo S, or a, uh, it's not the GT2. Yeah, it's I either do, a turbo or know, turbo eh. S. Can drop know. me a whatsapp or drop
2: us a comment <laughs> I'm, I'm not Gosh. much of a car guy I, I appreciate a beautiful car but i, I sure. know like near nothing about cars <laughs> nice dude I, I, i'm nice. the most i'm the most useless when it comes to like cars and like diy stuff and all that I, I can't even like like fix a plug dude which i'm sure if curtis love is still watching he'll post about
1: because
2: <laughs> he, he's, he's witnessed me attempting to do that before
0: so For sure and it's dude. bad news i, I am very it's bad
1: a it's Yes. there
0: we go nice one Jeez, there let's go. go right shot shout out robert shout out justine shout out the whole <laughs> durant family shout out the whole pratt family i mean it's it's awesome to see all the the collaborations and stuff it's so awesome uh oh, yeah you know it's so it's so uh, brandon pratt part three get it done son it's I only six so. hours I, apart dude <laughs> i am in i'm in if you guys are in i'm in let's do let's it go. <laughs> let's in. go maybe maybe
2: we should start the doppelganger doppelganger podcast <laughs> you, you know what we should do is we should we should do a part three and then we're like well i suppose now i'm giving it away we should do a part three and then i'll do the intro dressed as you and then you can play me and we'll see if anybody notices let's go bro but remember <laughs> i said last time i'm a little heavier
1: these days but uh yeah that <laughs> is what
2: it
0: is, eh? But well, uh, dude, my,
2: my heaviness is being hidden by the table here, dude. That's ah, what I'm leaning forward, you know good, what I'm good saying?
0: Good angles, good <laughs> angles. But then, then again, also, Brandon, you've got a lot more hair than I do, hence the caps, brother.
2: <laughs> but uh, is it? shout out to you, Papaji.
0: You're yeah, cool, dude. I'm, Thank I'm, you, I'm Susan. very fortunate I'm much about, it.
2: I'm very stoked to still have this guy right here. But I've told my wife, it's <laughs> like, if I ever start getting that, like, although he's one of my biggest heroes of all time, if I ever start getting that Devon Townsend bald eagle look, oh, i oh, like, just is. freaking, just cut my just hair trade in my it. sleep. No matter how precious <laughs> I like, am, just cut it in my sleep. Yeah, the oh, second dude. You started saying one of my that, favorite bands of all time, him. dude.
1: Yeah, for sure. I knew you were gonna say him the second you started saying that. I knew it. You were like <laughs> gonna say something about David Townsend. <laughs> nice, oh, dude. dude. All right, it, well it's then it's that's so yeah.
2: That's one of the things he's known about, known for, dude. Is the freaking is the is the, is the, the what's it the Scullet? I think. Yeah, the right? Scullet. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah, oh, dude. It's the Dread light. The The, dude, dude, I, saw him, the I saw him live in Germany, and I was like in tears the whole time, dude. Because that's one of my heroes, bro. So I was just like, I couldn't believe that I was getting to hear to hear his voice
0: online, eh?
1: He's got a lot yeah, of Twitch totally. stuff going. and He even a did a whole bunch of tracks oh, where he used like a, a Samus 666. Yeah, dude. Uh, yes, yeah, drummer, very true. And, and a whole bunch of other uh, YouTube video musicians totally. and stuff. He did a I, whole bunch of I, tracks. I, he's really cool.
2: He's awesome, dude. And, I, and I, I, it's so cool that you mentioned Stay that because one of my favorite things me. is the fact that he like no. collaborates with all these different artists, right, dude? Yeah. I mean, it's like on, on, on that album, obviously he had Samus playing drums on a couple tracks. Then, Well, actually... What's really cool, right? So you had three drummers playing that album. You had Morgan Akhren, uh, Anub Sastry, who who was here oh, with when they were man. here. I mean, that guy's a freaking beast. And Have then you, you ever heard Sam, this track, Samus Bloom? Sorry. It. Yeah, dude, so good, dude, bro. So it's one of my favorite so tracks of good, all time. Man. And what a nice guy as well, man! Like when they were oh, here, don't start day, flexing like, that was you've met him and all was that stuff. So cool. Please come now. <laughs> I've hugged him. <laughs> no, awesome, I've, I've given him a nice big bear hug. <laughs> oh, dude. You know what's, what's really cool? cool, is cool is had those three drummers on the on the album, right? And uh, yeah. he had each drummer play the song from start to finish because they have different styles. Right. So he was yeah. saying like Samus is really good at like the super fast, like death metal, black metal blast beat kind of stuff. And then like Anoop is like tight as hell and like, yeah, groovy as hell. And then Morgan Akrin is like a brilliant improviser. Dude. And, and then what also, Devin did was he would oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. the whole track and then he would cut out his favorite drummers, depending on what part he wants in the track. Sorry. Oh, oh, he said? <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah. Sorry. No, I didn't, I didn't realize that, that, that um, he actually cut it out and chose his, his, his yeah, dude. and D- stuff. depending on the
2: part of the song i mean that's amazing it's
0: so cool for sure dude uh, um, the one thing I, I thought was cool is is anup and his wife doing um the doom soundtrack yeah dude how, sick how cool is that? is that that was dude? insane she's cool? such a vibe and you can see how the chemistry works between the two of them it's incredible. <laughs> it's crazy dude. it's incredible and but anyway i'm being told to wrap m- up jordan's music on doom Oh, I sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, obviously, we, we we can't we can't obviously go forever. So, what we're gonna do? Sure. is We're gonna pro- We're gonna promise the masses what they want. How many comments Let's came through that said? Um, how many uh, art? How many people said Brand Pratt uh, round three?
1: We had a massive number of two. Oh uh, uh, no, no, no! I saw I saw more than, I saw more
0: than I saw more than two. I saw more than uh, two. There was, there was a couple of people okay.
1: saying they wanted to speak again and have a, his own channel and stuff.
0: Okay, that's great.
1: Okay, so basically dude, how about this? <laughs> I, I mean we I voice. mean
0: we, we it's it's so hard to to cut any conversation between you and I off. Uh it's yeah, it's frightening because totally. I could go for hours. I honestly could go for hours.
2: Oh yeah. Same um, here, dude, with pleasure, bro. It's it's always sure. good talking to you, man. It was always good talking to you guys. This is so much fun. So how about we do this? How about you go get
0: settled in Florida? You go take it easy and get settled get you and your wife get settled um send my love to your family out in the states Thank l- you. We'll love do. to the family on the wife's side and in 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 uh Gauteng, Portor- what is it pretoria or Joburg
2: uh Joburg, we're, we're alberton side so Joburg okay. south well love southeast. To the
0: fam- yeah for sure love to the family that side and then why don't we get you settled and then when you're ready you can come on for a, a part three to, to, to yeah, tell dude. us of what, what your experience in Florida is yeah. um, at present time, it, what it's going to be one o'clock in the afternoon his time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure we can yeah, make man. that work, dude. Yeah. Sounds right. good. Here's to round three, Hell brother. Yeah, Let's uh, awesome. I'm amped, let's, guys. Let's quarter. Uh, there we go. There's our third one. Ramon Pickover, thank you. Drummer of your System, <laughs> excellent. Susan oh, Durant yeah. says part three as well. Fantastic. And Nicole as agrees, <laughs> that's fantastic. So, thank you. Uh, monthly prac episodes. <laughs> yes, listen. I mean, I, listen I'm Durant. in. I'm in listen at the rate we're going brother uh we might as well start a podcast
1: so no, that's time awesome. limit will, it'll be like never <laughs> yeah, yeah, <ending>. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> well dude you know what's cool is we already have all of our branding for the podcast we can we can run on the doppelganger there thing we, go. we can let's like go. We, let's go oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you just copy but, and paste a mirror image the like logo it's cool and we can I've, stick it, art it's the, doc- the, doc- the
0: doppelganger chronicles there we go
2: yeah there we go that's a brilliant name i like that i gotta lose
0: a bit of weight before we get that going but anyway (laughs) dude brandon pratt um dude i gotta say i love you dude um i wish you all the best you guys too my man and uh wish uh all the boys in red helen um going forward i I hope you guys still manage to carry on the music and and keep uh, entertaining us with those beautiful harmonies um as well as you're just you you've got the voice of a metal angel (laughs)
1: thank you very much because i mean it's like you you can't say he's the voice of the angel when he's like
0: you know but like dude it's (laughs) um i'm I'm looking forward to hearing you um rock some
2: some vocals again soon so i appreciate it with with anyone that'll be cool i appreciate that man and 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 on that red hidden note for anybody who's wondering uh we are going to make a a public statement very very soon about what the way forward is going to be what what our plan of action is and like i said last time we do have new new music coming out. We did shoot a new music video. That new music video even gave me an eye infection. Yeah. So it's going to be a good Another time. Another eye infection. <laughs> Hopefully it's the good eye, eh? Uh Same damn eye, dude. Oh, damn same same <laughs> damn eye. But dude, thank you so much for having me on again, yeah, man. Same. It's always a pleasure talking to you, dude. And I, I, as always, I appreciate the kind words more than you know, my man. And, uh, the honest is I believe Ill System dropped a new track the other day. Didn't you guys drop a new single? I need to go and check that out. Yeah,
0: yeah, we did. We did. It's called Rock Bottom. Sick. And um, yeah, dude, uh, just check it out. Let me know what you think, dude. Hell yeah, be dude, interested hell to yeah, hear I'm what you have
2: to say i'm am to hear it man i'm, awesome, to hear it. I'm sorry dude. i haven't heard it already I'm drop, drop a me
0: team. a whatsapp message or inbox message oh in, yeah uh, yeah when you when you've when you checked it out i'll be interested um but dude awesome, as awesome. as it is it's always uh so good to chat to you let's look forward to round always three it's awesome not chatting to you bro let's it's it's
2: bye for now 100 100 and uh yeah dude please please send my my love to all the friends and family down there in cape town man and, and the, the sure. music community down there bro
0: We'll do, we'll do, man. I mean, uh, I'm I'm gonna go chuck on uh, trading paths for pathways right now, and we're gonna we're gonna ja- <laughs> we're gonna jam it, out, and that that's no joke. Thank I'm you. really gonna do that. But um, so but, thank you so well, much. You rock that, and then I'm gonna rock the ill system.
1: Yeah, do let's it. do it. That's <laughs> oh, dig, um,
0: dig it. Dude, Get thank it. you so much <laughs> for joining the show. I can't wait for doing it uh, to do it next time rocking the red helen cap uh, uh, i'm gonna rock yeah. the red helen music uh shortly dude wish you all the best in your travels florida watch out you've got some thank special so people coming your way um uh, dude, and that uh, means a lot yeah, thank dude. you
2: very very much
0: thank you so much for joining the show brandon pratt everybody love oh, him awesome guys absolutely love him cheers guys uh, cheers bud um yeah so that that was Dude, I mean, like, we literally could start a podcast together. We, we totally e- could. We riff off each other so damn well. It's crazy. Yeah, um, we totally could. But um, yeah, man, let's not uh, let's not delve too much deeper. I mean, that was as good as you get with with an episode, and I, I'm not gonna. Leave you. I'm not. I'm, I'll. I'm not gonna let you guys hear me drivel on for the next uh, five minutes. I was super, super happy to be able to do the second episode with Brandon Pratt uh, before they depart for the sunny state of Florida. Um, so cool. But odd. Uh, what do you reckon? Hey, that was so much fun, dude.
1: Yeah, dude, it was a ride. I mean, it's he's always a such a cool actor to talk to, you. and uh, yeah, I mean his stories, his. And no, and we only heard
0: two survival <laughs> stories. I mean, how many more are there? So I think we should, we should call it survival
1: stories with Doppelganger Bros. If he's got more survival stories than that, geez, I wouldn't actually want to hang around with him.
0: It's, a, it's almost <laughs> like is it survival stories or are you a bit of a calamity Yeah, <laughs> no, catching
1: no. contagious what's going on
0: here? hey man that's that's super cool i mean i love dudes who can tell a good story and that's exactly what he does
1: he totally blew my plane story out the window with that thing i know because i, I know. had another one where it i was on a klm flight flying into germany to play with half price and uh they had a camera at the top of the tail of the the tail fit whatever mm. the big big boy facing the front yeah and as they were coming to land because that that camera was on the second you walked onto the plane and as it was coming to land the plane was doing this coming to the oh ground, no and they cut the feed off so everyone was like so because <laughs> now you can't see it maybe. and then the plane just went like no, no and then no, he no. just touched and it was a perfect landing
0: can't be having that brother no yeah. that's that's uh i dropped I, a I few wanna... nuggets that day <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would imagine um yeah, i'll drop a couple more nuggets than that if that was me <laughs> But um, yeah, dude, that was a super fun episode. Um, we're getting into we're getting into the to the swing of things there, Mister Pereira. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's really coming on nicely. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna be very interested to have a chat with him once he's in Florida. Uh, it's gonna just just to get it's some gonna, perspective. Yeah, because that because Florida,
0: Florida gets a bad rap. Let's yeah, be honest. I
1: mean. It, Mostly for good cause, but, but yeah. it's like, well, it's I mean, it depends on how world. you look at it. <laughs> it's such a different world compared to yeah. America, which is already a different world. So yeah. it's like, well,
0: yeah. it's just so interesting from now. I mean, I've the only, I mean, it's, it's also like media outlets will, will chase a story or whatever, but Florida's open, dude. They've got, everything's open. You know, I don't, need, I, I, don't, I'm not sure if they have a mask policy, but it's pretty open as it gets, yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: they're very open with their sports as well. What uh, well, they hunting, got? crocodile hunting. They got Cuban refugee hunting. <laughs> yeah, dude, they they were fishing they... for like people. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I I don't know about that, but like they they I'm, they I'm were the first to to they were the first to like bring back sports in a in a setting and all that kind of stuff during yeah. COVID it and stuff.
1: Isn't so, Isn't that the football team the Dolphins? What? what is no, it? no, that's the what, they, that's yeah, a, yeah, it's Miami, the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins yeah. yeah.
0: yeah but i i more of a basketball guy so it's Miami Heat.
1: There we go. Dexter's in Florida. Yeah, there we go. And
0: and, and all the Florida man. <laughs> nice. But uh yeah, dude, that was a fun episode. I'm looking forward to the next one. We don't have anybody Oh, no, we do. I think we've got Nathaniel uh, Shannon next week from Brooklyn, New York. If you can believe that. Ooh. So we're going from Florida to Brooklyn um we we're gonna chat to nathaniel shannon um, we're gonna obviously confirm if everything's in order and uh we're gonna t- talk to um a brooklyn new york artist that's gonna be cool um, for the first time in, in a while i mean we've done brazil we've done um sweden mm-hmm. we've done switzerland um so now new york let's hit it baby we are expanding onward and upward so on that note if you haven't yet please consider subscribing to the channel um we talk to awesome people like brandon pratt um and more and um don't forget the audio podcast is available on spotify apple music google podcasts anywhere where you want to listen to your podcasts but then more importantly the youtube channel which is uh, Papa G's house podcast we're trying to get up there um the most important thing on the live stream for me is when you guys comment that was fun Mm. you guys were bringing in the comments we were able to react real time that is where i have my most fun and i think uh, art can attest to that as well um so please guys when you guys come on this live stream i don't care if it's a troll i don't care if you're fucking with me i don't care if it's the most ridiculous question no question is a bad question if you've got a question for the guest all i want you to do is to type on that keyboard and press enter and we can communicate with you let's start a dialogue so uh oh there's brandon here thanks so much for having me on again guys was a ton of fun and an honor can't wait for episode three sending tons of love your way dudes you know what a what a what a legend um really enjoyed uh the episode this evening looking forward to many more i mean i think
1: yeah, we can totally use him, dude. When <laughs> oh, let's use him. We yeah. can we can have like regular touch-ins with him just on yeah. like uh. We can create a nexus. Be,
0: we can create a nexus between the Florida music scene and the Cape Town, yeah, scene. He... or South African music scene.
1: Yeah, he could be Brent, Brandon Pratt, like on our vacation. our <laughs>
0: United States Florida correspondent. Yes, yes. Tuning in now to tell us what the weather is like in the metal scene of Florida.
1: It's hot. Damn <laughs> hot. hot. Damn. <laughs> That's not too bad, enough.
0: So, yeah, that'll be sick. But on that note, guys, it's been a great episode. We're going on an hour and a half now. It's great to see you from myself. My name is Gareth. I'm your host of Papa G's House. From the trusty producer, Art, the man who used to be in the chat, the man who is now on the controls. We wish you a fantastic weekend. Hope you guys had a great Easter weekend past. Hope you guys have a great weekend coming. Um, we'll see you next Thursday, 7 o'clock, South African Standard Time. Same time, same place. This is Papa Jesus, episode 79 with Brandon Pratt. Till then, we say peace. I don't want to go anywhere, else. I want to go to Papa Jesus. Ah, Yeah, that's where we're going.